This is the Believer's Response with Bami Dele and Althea. You're welcome to our podcast where we inspire fellow believers to live an empowered life and to walk the Christian walk victoriously. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Praise the Lord, somebody. Hallelujah, Lord. You know I did not plan that. It just came to my spirit. Hallelujah. I'm praising the Lord anyway. Amen. You never have a need to have a plan to praise the Lord. Yes, Sue. Yes. Praise the Lord, somebody. God mm-hmm. is good. Has it Amen. been good to you? Yes. He's yes. been good to me this He's week. been good to me. Always good. Come on. Amen. Amen. Always good. Yeah, that's true. I did say this week like <laughs> it wasn't good before. But I'm just saying the week just happened and I'm super excited yes. about how God has blessed me and moved in my life and my Amen. family's life over this week. Amen. Listen. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Yes. I'm grateful that you can hear our voices and... Um, Mm-hmm. Very soon we'll be hearing yours as well Amen. as proof that we're doing something right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So great to have everybody on. Yes. Thank you for listening. Thank, Thank you, you for deeming it fit to always, you know, take the time to listen to our podcast. We yes. appreciate you. And mm-hmm. we're not taking your time for granted. So Amen. Well, by the grace of God, we're promising that this will be a fantastic podcast for you today. Hearing things from the heart of God. Amen. And it will be a blessing to us all. So, Amen. Thank you. So sis, let's jump right into it. What's yes. been blessing you? I'm ready because actually I've had quite a few things. Yes. Like today, Always. I feel like I've, <laughs> I have many, many, and I'm like, which is the right one to share? I'm going to share some with you privately. Okay. And, um, sorry, nah, 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 nah. Everyone's going to say that thing. I jump into my kid mode. I'll share some privately. But the one I want to share here is about um, uh, prayer and fasting for me this past week because we had our end of the month prayer and fasting. That was like, you know, the corporate fast, the three days of prayer and fast. Actually, before that, I was was doing a personal fast from the weeks before, um, days before, actually, the previous week. And then into the corporate fast, then into the prayer and fasting. With only, I think it was like a day or two in between before we did the family, the the prayer and fasting for family home, family and godly homes, mm-hmm. and um, right on the back of each other. So that was a blessing to me because I, I just see myself being stretched. And for those of y'all, I want to encourage you. It said, the Bible doesn't say if you pray and fast. It says when you do. This is something that we must do as believers. And I feel for many years, because of ignorance, because of not, you know, fully understanding certain things, um, I I didn't fast and pray. I, I, I prayed, but the fasting aspect, I didn't think it was something that it was something I could do. Mm-hmm. I felt myself limited physically. I felt myself limited spiritually. I felt myself limited medically. But one of the things that this, this fast has proven to me is that God sets the limits. Mm-hmm. And if you rely on him, he's the one. He is the unlimited God. Yes. So as I took on this fasting and prayer, it's something that's become a hunger inside of me to mm-hmm. continually fast and pray. And... Hmm, 
It's been benefiting me spiritually. It's been benefiting me physically. And um, as I was sharing with you before, now I'm walking around. All I hear in my mind all the time is tongues. I just hear tongues in my mind, like a continuous flowing conversation. And I know that's birthed out of a place of prayer and fasting. So I just want to encourage everybody, you know, that has not tried it and you feel that you can't do it. Maybe the doctor told you that it's, you're not able to because of certain medical reasons. I'm not saying ignore doctors, but try to find a way that you can do it. It's about the consistency and it's about the effort. I started off with something really small, like a half a day like the children do because <laughs> I had to wean my way up to it to the point where I'm looking up at the clock now and it's almost six o'clock and I'm like, am I hungry? I don't Thank know. You, Jesus. So Thank you, Jesus. you just have to stretch yourself and God, 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 the unlimited God will supply the rest. Really, I, to tell the truth, I really, it's been a while since I fasted till six mm. <laughs> to think about it. But you know, the thing is, it, that wasn't even intentional. I was flowing and I think I didn't really feel the need to eat. You know, I was flowing and I was praying and I was like constantly checking in with God, like, you know, saying different things in my mind and within my spirit. And then by the time I looked up, the clock had turned. It wasn't like, girl, you're going to fast today until midnight or you're going to fast until eight o'clock. It was like, okay, as the spirit leads, that's how I started off as the spirit leads. And then I got um, my normal fast is up until like, I guess once I come from work, that should be like around four or something like that. And then there was a few times where I wasn't able to get back on time. And I looked at the clock and I was like, hey, I'm not even like God has had, God has sustained me. So I, I'm just trying Thank to be encouraging Lord. to say, just not if you fast, but when you fast, because it says in the Bible, these things should not go except by prayer and fasting. You need to break the bonds, all these strongholds, all these things, all these oppressions that are going on. You need to be spiritually lifted. And that's what fasting does to give you the strength and empowerment and enablement to break these things. Aren't you tired of the way life is right now? Shoot, I'm tired. <laughs> On that note, that's just... <laughs> so for me, uh, what's been blessing me? It's the fact that I cannot do anything. You know, there's some people who are just good. Well, I don't know about them. I don't think anybody's good without God. But <laughs> some people can do some things and without God in it. Mm-hmm. That's not the case for me. God has to be in it. Like, I really, literally, to to tell the truth, cannot do anything without God. I cannot. I cannot. Some way, somehow, God has to be involved. I cannot do... And... Anytime I think... I know somehow God is in it. That's why I can even be alive. But anytime I think, oh, God is not in this thing... I, I know that I cannot survive it. Mm-hmm. I have to pull out. Yeah. So I cannot do... For me, that's just what's blessing me. Knowing that I'm stuck with this God. Yeah. It's me and God forever. It's me and you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Forever and ever. He's my enabler. So that's what's been blessing me. That I really cannot do anything without him. Great Every facts. time I'm like, Jesus, let's do this. He takes the glory. You get the glory. Yes. You give the praise. Yes, sis. You take the honor. Yes, I just want to say. You get the glory. You get the praise. You take the honor. Yes, I just want to say. Thank you. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. To you, Lord, be all the all glory. The glory. Yes. Amen. We're nothing without him. Isn't the next part of that song that says, In our life be glorified, be lifted high? It's Woo! the same song. That song in has been in my spirit. Hey, be glorified, be glorified, Lord. Be glorified. All right. Let's Thank you. Thank Let's you. Go back. We could be jamming, jamming the whole time. So, yes, so yes. Let him be glorified. Yes, nigga. It's beautiful when he takes the lead. Yeah, you just gotta let him. Yes, yes, yes. Put the cart before the horse. So, mm-hmm. we want to get into our topic. Yes, let's get into. Yes, topic. ma'am. It's divine. All right. So, our topic for today, people. You wanna guess? You wanna guess? You wanna guess? <laughs> okay. I think I almost broke. I almost <laughs> let the cat out of the bag. Yes. <laughs> so, the topic for today is divine customization. You want me to say it again? All right, I'll mm-hmm. say it again. Divine customization. Mm-hmm. So I wrote it in my notes. It could also mean divine purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Divine purpose. Mm-hmm. So, sis, what is divine customization? What is that all about? What, what, what is mm. that? What is that? Well, okay, I, I broke it apart. So mm-hmm. we're dealing with divine, mm-hmm. our Father, the unlimited God, the King of Glory. <laughs> okay, so that is the divine part, the God aspect of it right so then we go into customization customization something made or changed to suit the person the user whoever is using it the needs of that person so that is customization like if you think about tailoring and i put this little see this little clip art i I put here i'm trying to be fancy in my notes so and that just helps me to see like when you go to a tailor and they're making you clothes, Absolutely. they're customizing it to fit you. You're not, if if sis goes and gets a customized outfit made, even though, you know, we use the same tailor, I can't wear her clothes. We have different dimensions. Uh-huh. We have different proportions. Yes. I have something she doesn't have. She has something I don't have. Mm-hmm. And it's made tailor fit to us, even if we use the same tailor. And if we look at it at the, in that same light, with God as the tailor, right? Via the Holy Spirit. He is not going to make something or measure something out or cut anything out to fit her that was designed for me <laughs> and vice versa. So that's what I think of when I think about um, divine customization. So also the fact that we're individuals, you know? So being the fact that we're individuals, we have different needs, very different needs. We have different aspirations, different goals. And I think about it in terms of, you know, um, just as like you have a financial plan, you have different expenses. You have two children. I have, you coming. know, coming. more coming. Amen. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes. Amen. So <laughs> I don't have those needs at the moment. I'm Amen. in preparation for that. Amen. So we have different financial needs. And then you, if you take, for instance, a person who, who is wealthy versus a person who is not so wealthy. They have different needs. So their lifestyle should be customized based on their needs. Our needs, our spiritual needs, our life needs are personal. So those should be customized as well. So we need a personalized spiritual plan custom made for our needs. And that's via the Holy Spirit. So when I think about customization and the benefits of personal customization... I have a few things that I thought of 
that would be helpful. And I see them working through my life. So that's why I put them down. Um, number one, because you know, we want to be personal and applicable. Mm-hmm. Number one I put down was increase wisdom and understanding. Uh, number two, a spiritual defense system that opposes what opposes us. Or I should say who opposes <laughs> whatever opposes us. Mm-hmm. Number three, open-mindedness. Which is, um, to me, I see that as being able to think in a non-linear way. Like basically when a circumstance or situation comes to you, you're not just thinking outside the box. You're destroying the box. You're stepping out of the box. It's, there's no box. You're thinking ahead. You're thinking behind. You're thinking to the left and to the right. So you have a full scope and ability to be able to process things because of this divine ability, divine customization. And I'm going to talk about that, how that was in my life in a little bit. And then also... Um, Um, in Daniel as well, one of my favorite uh, Bible characters. Mm. And also the ability to make connections. That's something that's lacking, I see. As an educator, as an educator, let me say it correctly. As an educator, I see that lacking in a lot of my students. So we have to make the connections for them at that age. But when you get to be a full-grown adult, functioning in the way you're supposed to be functioning, being self-actualized. You're supposed to be able to make these connections yourself. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be able to understand that if this, then that. Mm-hmm. But that, that's lacking in a lot of people. But imagine having that ability as I believe that my sister does. But then you add the Holy Spirit into Hallelujah. that. So that's taking it up. That's like uh, thinking outside of the box on steroids. And then also being able to make um, wise choices. I guess, and wise decisions at the same time. So I wanted to read from um, John 14, 26. It says, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. from the Father will send in my name, whom the Father will send in my name, mm-hmm. will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. So we have a teacher here, right? So being able to know and understand things is one of the things that... um is customized for us because if you have the need to know and understand something that's supplied by the Holy Spirit and I also want to read from Matthew that was the NIV version I'm going to read from Matthew 10 19 to 20 I'm using Amplified Classic because I'm starting to like this one so <laughs> I want to read it I used a few of the Amplified Classic yes ma'am so it says but when they deliver you up hey listen to this one When they deliver you up, do not be anxious about how or what you are to speak. For what you are to say will be given you in that very hour and moment. Verse 20, for it is not you who are speaking, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. So the fifth thing here that you will have is a mouthpiece. You don't have to speak for yourself. You have the Holy Spirit. You just open your mouth. You be obedient and open your mouth. And he will fill it with what needs to be said. So all of these are benefits of having a divinely customized life. So how has my life been customized? So if I can just share maybe like a couple of details, not a whole lot, but just looking at what is. And I'm expecting God to do more as my mind is opened up more, as my spirit. Let me not even say my mind, as my spirit opens up more and the flow continues to flow. I expect to be more to be more customized, like to be altered and tailored, you know? Like if you think of the tailor, your, your clothes are getting too big, you're losing weight or you gain weight, they need to take it out. So I'm expecting more customization. So one of the ways personally that I was customized, I feel was um, as far as nutrition goes, because I needed to tailor my lifestyle 
to to consume a certain amount of foods, to consume a certain amount of calories, to be ideally fit for myself, to fit in this package that's five inch, five feet two inches tall <laughs> and five centimeters. So I, that, okay, I counted the centimeters. Okay. <laughs> I counted the centimeters. <laughs> Yes. So I need to fit in this package and also with everything that my lifestyle demands. So I need to tailor my nutrition. And all of a sudden I started getting all these pointers about different foods to eat, what not to eat. And my cravings actually started craving healthier food. And that's something that I committed to God in prayer before that, prior to that. So that was customized for me. So eating certain foods, even though now I still go in and I'm trying to like, you know, I still eat some things maybe I'm not supposed to eat, but you know, a God is customizing me. <laughs> so that has tailored a whole lot of my diet. And then also, um, being able to follow divine leading and just being basically enabled to do certain spiritual things that I was not able to do before. And just hearing in my mind, like for instance, and this happens to me constantly, I'll be thinking about something. Or I'll be thinking about a person. I'll be thinking about my sister and she'll be, um, just about ready to call me. And then she calls me. And we've had that, that experience before. Absolutely. Just being like, oh, so what did you, you know, we're trending on the same wavelength, you know? So just ba- that basic enablement, discernment. Um, also, I would say just being able to work on things that I personally need to fix just in my life. Like, like I mentioned before about the prayer and fasting. That has been customized, you know? Having the ability, being able to speak in tongues. That's another customization because there was a need for it, you know. There's a need. You make a supplication to God. Maybe you might not even understand what the need is, but because of the Holy Spirit, that need is communicated on our behalf and then comes in the divine customization. And God customizes and tailors things to to, to fit those needs. Mm. So let me just talk about Daniel really quick. This will be my last point here. Daniel, to me, is one of my, my characters that I was spending time with. And it's funny because um, I was looking at super books and I, I watch children's shows. <laughs> All it's the okay. shows out now are it's so okay. terrible. They're so terrible. I just feel happy when I'm watching super books and I was watching him and I was watching when he was thrown into the lion's den and he was just there. He refused not to, he refused to, to stop praying to God. And I almost shed a tear. I was like, Daniel, you just, I feel like that's all the Holy Spirit too. Because I said to myself, why are you crying for watching super books? This children's show, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> but just his commitment to God, you know, like from the time he was taken out and taken into Babylon, right? And then there from the beginning of his life, how did he know? What gave Daniel the boldness in chapter one to say, I'm not eating this food. I'm not I'm going to be different than these people. What did he know? How did he know that being brought into that place, he was a small boy when he came there, that he would eat vegetables and everything would turn out well for him. How did he even know that? And it says in verse 17, to these four four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding because it wasn't just him. God, you know, surrounded him with, with godly friends and godly fellowship. That's another customization too, to know who to hang out with and who not to hang out with. And it says that he gave them understanding of all kinds of literature, gave them understanding of all kinds of literature and learning. And Daniel could understand visions and dreams of all kinds. So you're going to see certain things happening to you as the Holy Spirit begins to customize you based on what's necessary for the task. And it's not to isolate you, but so you could be a blessing to the body of Christ. So you could bring people in, in under God's umbrella 
verse 20 says, In every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king questioned them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters in his whole kingdom from just eating fruits and vegetables, abstaining from eating food offered up to the idols. How did they even understand? Normally, people would have just eaten that food. It's just meat. It's just food. It's bread. And then also we see him interpreting the king's dream. And we also see him being cast into the lion's den. But in between all of this time, one thing that I see as a customization for Daniel is the fact that he maintained his consistency. Because how did those satraps decide that this is the one we're going to target for X, Y, and Z so that we could throw him into the... We're going to assassinate his character because his character was consistent. He was consistently who he was. He was a, he was in service to God and the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. That's what I think that's what they called in the Old Testament, right? The Spirit of the Lord. Yeah, the Spirit of the Lord. Now we call it the Holy Spirit, but that you know shows serious commitment to his character and to who he was. He lived an exemplary lifestyle to the point where even the king said after he interpreted a dream that surely your God is the God of gods and the Lord of kings and the revealer of mysteries for you were able to reveal this mystery. So God, (laughs) customization helps you to understand and know things that no one else could have possibly known. And you just spend that time with God. You lean in, you lean in, you take the, the extra step, do the prayer and fasting. Get yourself into fellowship with, with, with our God. Let the Holy Spirit become an overflow inside of you because we all get the Holy Spirit when we commit our life to Christ. But is he working inside of you? Is He in the, is it is the Spirit of God an overflow inside of you? And I believe that is what leads to customization. So I just want to pray for us that, you know, that, that God will help us to live spirit-driven lives just as we can live purpose-driven lives, but we want to live the spirit-driven life and be customized. I feel like that's a good point to stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) So, so. So, um, just like my sister has been saying, divine customization, as um, I, I mean, I see it to be, is... God's deliberate modification of a person's life Mm. for his own purpose. So it's always, God has something to gain in it. Mm -hmm. So when he's customizing us, it's not just for the fun of it. There is a purpose to it. There is a reason for it. And, um, you know, and God customizes a person's life for special events, for tasks. You might have been, you know, it might have been grooming you all these years for a particular day. Mm. For a particular event, for a particular season, you know, for it could just be for just one assignment, just like Jesus Jesus Christ, uh, Mary, you know, Mm. Mary was customized. Her womb was prepared Mm. for our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a customized, uh, uh, what is it called? Um, Conception by the Holy Spirit, Mm. the Holy Spirit, you know, overwhelmed her. The Holy Spirit took over her. It wasn't, it wasn't, it was a breaking of protocol. It wasn't a mm-hmm. usual thing. And that is something Christ does with us when we're customized for his purpose. Amen. I'm going to read Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. It says, for we are God's own handiwork. His workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew. That we may do those good works, those good works which God predestined, 
planned beforehand for us, taking parts which he prepared, see, mm. which he prepared ahead mm-hmm. of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged mm. and made ready for us to live. So, every tailor, like my sister has been saying about tailoring an outfit for a person, every tailor, every person who sews has the picture in their head. It's been pre-planned. Before you have that outfit on, they already saw saw it on you Mm -hmm. because they're customizing it for you. They're paying attention to all the contours on your body. They're paying attention to what makes you different from everybody else. They're paying attention to your height. They're paying attention to your, uh, you know, the your your yeah, body mass index, mm-hmm. your proportions. So, and they know they cannot make it, uh, even if the person is as slim as you or they have the same weight as you. Thank you, sis. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mention it. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, you slim. Even if the person is as slim as you. Or they're as fat as you, if I can use that. <laughs> don't say as you. Uh, <laughs> you can use them. I want to say you, you, you as a person. As they said. You know, still, you know, they, they still would not measure because you do not have the same body mass index. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, you could be the same height, but maybe your own torso is longer than that other person's This is torso. true. So, mm-hmm. you see, so it would never be the same exact and that's why some people go for tailoring than buying stuff yeah. in, in the uh-huh. store because they just want it exactly made for them and that's why some people call it bespoke it's, it's bespoke bespoke yes made for you customized for you and that is the, the those are the things that god does for us these mm-hmm. things you can tell like you know sometimes you will look at your child or your husband and you just know that this only you can marry me. <laughs> only you can be my only child. You can, no. only, you, or only you can be my mom. Yes. Like who else will be my mom? Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And yes. I always say something about my parents that my parents may not be the 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 um, maybe the richest or mm-hmm. whatever. However, people classify parents. But yeah. for me, they are perfect mm-hmm. for me because Amen. it. My story has to go this way for them to be my my. They yeah. have they had to be my parents for, your story for my to story go to way. go this way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so having said that, this Ephesians two ten establishes that we are God's handiwork, mm-hmm. and I think somebody should be glad at this point. Amen. You know, every time I read this place, I, I just feel I just I just feel like you know. I yeah. just feel special. Like I'm mm-hmm. God's handiwork. So there is, there is, uh, God is deliberate mm-hmm. about the way he created us and the way he keeps modifying our lives. Yes. And so I'm going to talk about that, um, quickly, but before then, Jeremiah 18, 6, 18 verse six says, Oh house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter does? Says the Lord, behold, as the clay is in the potter's hands, so are you in my hand, mm. O house of Israel. So that brings me to the issue of the potter and the clay. Mm. You know, it's been established in se- uh, several places in the Bible that God is the potter yes. and we are the clay. And imagine what the potter does. The potter makes, you know, it puts this um, clay mm-hmm. on top of the wheel. I don't know how the process goes. But yeah. he keeps, you know, he keeps mounting this clay on that wheel. Mm-hmm. And this wheel keeps turning until it is centered on that wheel. The potter is not satisfied. 
because it will not achieve what the potter wants yeah. it to the clay will not be exactly what the potter wants it to be until mm-hmm. and he smashes it bam, on that yeah. center because it has to be centered and sometimes we go through some smashing in life and we have to think, take out the air too Inside aha of the clay, see just to like yes so so sometimes we wonder why am i going through this but because mm. god is doing some type of modification because you have to be in the very center of his will you know and sometimes when i feel like i'm struggling i tell god god i'm willing i'm willing myself into your will mm. so you, i have to fit in the center of that will because he's the mm. potter and the clay has you don't complain when God is making you into what he wants you mm-hmm. to be you have no right to complain because he has a purpose in mind mm-hmm. so every time he's trying to mold us he's trying to prune us mm-hmm. there's something there's something that he has in mind and if we don't allow him God forbid one ends mm-hmm. up in destruction because every clay that is marred in the hands of the potter what happens he, he does whatever he likes with it Sometimes if he's not satisfied, he could just throw it away. Or even maybe it has, if, if it has gone through some heat and yeah. it's not looking like the shape that he wants, he could break it and remold it again. Yeah. And you will see some people go through stages like that. And you're wondering, you know, I was just telling a young man recently that the things that God has done with my life, sometimes I wonder, it's as if I had not had that kind of life before. Like I yeah, feel meal yes, yes, because yes. of that is what God does. It's, Mm-hmm. You when <laughs> this God truly salvation is another step of remolding, mm-hmm. another step of remodifying what He originally planned. I'm going to read this place again. It says, "For we are God's own handiwork, His workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus." So there is a recreation in Christ Jesus. Yes, yes, we are born, but we are recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew. That is born again, that we may mm-hmm. do. Those good works which God predestined, Mm -hmm. which he planned beforehand for us, taking parts which he prepared ahead. So sometimes you're going through some parts and you're wondering, why did I do this? Mm. It's good. It's a good decision that you Mm -hmm. made, but you're wondering, why why did I even think of this? Because Mm -hmm. these are predestined parts that God wants us to go in. As long as we settle to give our lives to him, it, we just it's almost like it's we automatically go on those paths yeah because yeah. we have already positioned ourselves where he wants us to be so moving on don't let me overflow it i pray that the spirit of god will continue to work it in our hearts Amen. so i was thinking about this and i thought about you know how you update your phone yeah every time you have to plug it in yeah. there is no updating it until you plug it in Right? Yeah, to get Am the I right? power. To get the power mm-hmm. and to... Enough to do to, the work. To be ex- exactly, mm-hmm. to do the work. So, that's I was thinking about that as the same way every time we need our remodification. And that's why we can never play with our relationship with God. Our relationship with God has to be tight. Mm-hmm. Tight so, so that every time we plug into His presence, mm-hmm. we are renewed. We are remodified. Every time there is something new that God is downloading into our into our life. Sometimes mm-hmm. God doesn't have to talk. But just yeah. us showing up in his presence. He doesn't have to like sometimes you say, I, I know I say that sometimes, like I just feel like God is just quiet on me. But you just being faithful and mm-hmm. showing up Show in his up. presence mm-hmm. every time. The Bible says, um, this place was the place where I got the conviction that truly God does not have he does not need to talk for us to know that there is something that is happening. Psalm, 40, uh, Psalm 34 verse 5 says, 
those who look to him are radiant. Yes, so their faces are never covered mm-hmm. with shame. That is NIV. NLT mm-hmm. says, those who look to him for help will be radiant mm-hmm. with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. Yeah. No shadow of shame. Every time we mm-hmm. go, we probably did not hear a thing. But just showing up in his yes. presence every day, there is something that is working in us. And yes. we will never encounter shame. Every time Amen. we look at him, in every time we behold him. You know, that song says, as I look your face, I become the light. Yes. You know, it says mm-hmm. the, the light comes and darkness disappears. Amen. Darkness is nowhere to be found when the light appears. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing when we appear in his presence. When the light is there, darkness disappears. And also, talking about our relationship, because that is where we get the pruning. That is where we get the modification. John chapter uh, chapter 15, verse 1 to 3 and verse... uh, Verse 1 to 2 and verse 4. I'll read it quickly. It says, I am the true vine. Yes. And my father is the vine dresser. Now, he's the potter, Mm -hmm. he's the vine dresser. So we see all these things as tailoring, tailoring. Mm-hmm. A vine dresser makes sure that they build that vine based on, it, it suits their taste. Mm-hmm. It suits what whatever um, fruits or whatever flowers they want in there is what they will have in there. And they have seasons, they have times, a schedule of, mm-hmm. of some sort when they prune, when they yes. cut, when they do these things. So he says, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away so every branch in us that does not bear fruit he mm-hmm. takes them away and every branch that bears fruit he prunes that he may mm-hmm. bear more fruit mm-hmm. verse 4 says abide in me mm-hmm. and i in you as simple as that statement is that is where the secret is abiding, abiding. in yes. christ abide mm-hmm. in me and i in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself mm-hmm. unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. And that this is where I got my, I can do nothing. Amen. I cannot do it unless I am in him. There is no fruitfulness. Unless we are in him, there is no, talking about divine customization is rubbish. Yes. Because of course, you know, according to, um, is it Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 that mm-hmm. uh, I know the plans that I have for yes. you. The plans of good and not of evil to give you an expected end. Yes, he knows the plans that he has for us. But if you do not plug into his presence, yes. if you do not keep that relationship with him, how do you want to be updated? You can't. You cannot be updated. You cannot know what, you know, like there's some questions I'm asking God recently. And I know that I just need to press in more to mm-hmm. get my answers. Yes. I just need to press in more to get my answers. So there, that's the only way to be modified by the potter, to be Amen. dressed by the vine dresser. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we may need pruning, then he will prune us. But if you're not in the vine, there is no way you'll be pruned. You can't. You cannot be. So we need to... The, the point of everything I'm saying ever since is to stick with him in his presence stick with God. Let's stay with him mm-hmm. in his presence. And that's where we'll get direction. Mm-hmm. We will not dissipate unnecessary energy mm-hmm. because we know what is saying per time. Things will be easier. Things will be easier. And then it will be obvious 
everybody will be able to say yes this person yeah. you know is different god's different hand is on you you've been created for this and that's when people will say you were created for such a time as, as this. Yes. That's when they will say you are you are just fit for this job yeah. because mm-hmm. you are just here for this time. You, you are just you are just the fit. you are true. fitting it's for true. this because they just see it. You've been bearing the fruit. They mm-hmm. see it. So when they want to call upon, they just know who to call upon because you've been bearing the fruit and you've been customized for that situation. And the only way to get better at that customization is to stick with him because he knows the future. We don't Amen. know. We only know today. Amen. You know, Amen. whatever we know about tomorrow is because he has given us. Exactly. Uh, uh, he has us. revealed it to us. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever idea we have mm-hmm. about tomorrow or about our own lives, it's because he has said something about it. So imagine not being in his presence. We even know what he has said. Exactly. You miss it. I think I so, should clarify this yeah. point. I don't want to. I don't want to make it seem like life will be easier because oh, it says not. in the Bible that in this world we have tribulations. Mm-hmm. So it's not that exactly. life is easier; it's that our approach has been customized. Mm-hmm. So if you have a solution to a problem, it would it would appear easy. If you have the right outlook and the right demeanor, the spirit-driven outlook and demeanor, it would seem easier. Oh, yeah, because God is taking you by the hand. It's not mm-hmm. about you at that point. It's mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit directing your steps because these are predestined paths. Yes. These are not you being smart and you made the way for yourself. Yeah, these true. are not self-made ways. <laughs> these are predestined paths. So because you're now in the center of his will, he keeps directing your steps mm-hmm. because they are predestined paths. You had no handiwork in it. In creating it. In yeah, creating it. At all. Absolutely. Your and job w- is to maintain Yes. And one, one last point I want to make is the contentment in our own customization. Not to want my sister's customization. There is a reason why God has created me the way he has created me. Yes. Or else, I mean, then we'll all just be the same. That's a valid point. Um, yes. Let's be content in our mm-hmm. customization. When you look at your life, you can tell, mm, I'm just, I'm just different. I can't even help it's some true. things. Like you can't, you can't help yeah. being you. <laughs> you are who How you can are. I not? You yes. know, you can only get better. You yeah. can only get better. So when you, when you accept your customization and you just want more modification in Christ, you are more effective in what God has called you mm-hmm. to be than to want someone else's story. Not to want, because when you want that person's story, then you are seeking their glory. Yes. Yes. Their and story have a lot of story to it too. Sometimes. Yeah, exactly. You so all the story. Nah, exactly. <laughs> so you want your own path, walk your own path mm-hmm. and enjoy it as you go. Of course, Amen. it won't be all um, hunky-dory, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, because Christ is walking that those paths with us, there's victory at the end of the day Amen. and we can all shout hallelujah hallelujah hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> so how do we delight god in this customization how do we make god happy it says how do you make her happy knowing that he has customized you in this wonderful way he had it planned it's not about what you want or how you want it okay i would say by applying the customization not just like like the Bible says, not to hide your light under a bushel. Mm-hmm. So if I'm customized to, to be to teach, mm-hmm. and I go and I'm trying to use somebody else's customization, sad is like slapping God in the face. 
Like I, I created you for this, right? But then you're over here trying to be in somebody else's lane, doing what they want. Do you work your customization? Work it to the glory of God. Yes. I feel like that's how I would delight God. Working my customizations Amen. to the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. I, I think I have the same answer as well. I've been. I know that I've been created to just everything I do is to glorify Him. Yes. To glorify Him. Whatever it is that I do, at the end of the day, that somebody will say thank you, Jesus, and that's my name, Oluwashi. That's what it means. All uh, this time not I didn't not know. Jesus. That Oluwashi means. Uh, oh, Jesus, help me with my translation. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. You know, Thank God has done okay. this. So we are thanking him. Aww. So every time, whatever you see in my life, that yes. at the end of the day, it's your statements nice. will be. So, I love it. I delight in. So and people, mm. thank you mm. for sticking with us. Yes. Till this time, I hope you've gotten one or two things. <laughs> or four. Yes, or four or five or six. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's stick with God and let's continue to be content in our customization. Amen. And God bless us. And as we say, yes, and always try to remember, as we remain in Him, and be victorious, because that's, that's the, the believer's, believer's response. response. God bless you. Until next time. See Bye. You. Bye.